0: Yo, broski, turn the game up. Supercharged up. Welcome back to the Harbor Report, man. New intro, same guys, same cast of characters here to talk about basketball, man. In the midst of the playoffs, uh, Eastern Conference Finals is ongoing. Western Conference just kind of wrapped. Well, Western Finals uh, is finally slated up, so we'll get into that as well. Um I'm here with Kevin Chris so we have a lot to get onto today so let me shoot it to Kev first um so we can get into it Kev bring me something new new intro has to be a new vibe
1: Nothing better than seeing Fraud George fail on a on a Tuesday
0: night <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better than that Chris talk to me talk to me
2: I would be remiss if I didn't get on here and start talking about you know King James 16 years all NBA you know there's levels that's going to be the theme of this podcast <laughs> there is levels uh
0: levels to it of course but let's not waste no time let's get into it as i said we have a lot to talk about today so as chris already mentioned we have the all nba teams that were recently released um i don't want to say controversy cuz i feel like that's too too big of a word but there's been some debate i'll say that um so I'll, I'll take it team by team. We'll get into the first, second, third, and then we'll just discuss it before we move on. Um, so with the first team, we have the two guards being James Harden and Luka Doncic. And then at forwards, we have Giannis Antetokounmpo and LeBron James. And then at center, we have Anthony Davis. So let me just start it out by saying the NBA knows how to manipulate the rules because...
1: It's bullshit.
0: It's bullshit because... For, for one side, you, you, you'll you classify a man like Anthony Davis as a center and others, you'll classify him as a forward. And I understand you want to get the best players in there, but you can't keep moving the goalposts, right? You have, to have some you have to have some semblance of consistency when it comes to these type of things because, yeah, Anthony Davis is a great player, but he was really the third best forward this year if we're being 100% honest. And there's no shame in that, right? But it is what it is. Just putting him at forward isn't really making it better for anybody other than Anthony Davis, Right. Um. That's just how I see it. I don't know how you guys look at it. Other than that, I don't really have any qualms about the first team. All these guys are well deserving. Um. But again, I, I probably wouldn't have had Anthony Davis on the first team as a center, and that's nothing against his performance this season. It's more so just about position eligibility. Chris, yeah, I don't on.
2: agree. I don't agree. Still, I just I absolutely don't agree because when we in one of our unreleased pods, because you know I was fighting for him to go at go at center, right? And that was because I was trying to get the best players to be on that first team. And because we decided that, you know, he's been playing four all year, Ray, Tay, Tay, whatever the case is, we decided to put him at the four, which made him fall down to the second team. And honestly, that's just egregious because we damn well know that he's not, he's not a second-team player. He's a first-team All-NBA guy. And because of that decision, you, you had me thinking about putting a guy like Embiid on my All-NBA team, and that guy didn't even make the teams. And he definitely didn't deserve to. So it's all about putting the best players on the teams. That's all I care about. As long as the best talent in the league are being represented accurately, it doesn't matter how they want to finagle it. Finagle it how you want to do it, but just get the best players out there.
1: For me, here's my issue, right? I don't care where you put him. Just be consistent. You can't tell me a week ago he was a forward in the all all defense and now in the all NBA he's a center. That's my only issue. If you're going to do that, just make it front court and back court players and leave it at that. That way if you want to put him at center, if you want to squeeze him at center or forward, it doesn't even matter. Just be consistent. The, my problem is – there's no frame of reference now. This ruins the whole list because next year I can't look back and say, okay, he didn't make it because someone was just that better than him. No, we're just gonna keep changing these positions so I get whoever I want and I can't rate that. Just well, no. Consistent.
2: Next year, next year you look back on it, and next year you say, oh yeah, he was one of the best five players in the entire but NBA. But that's, that's not, not but, that's okay. Not what but it again, is.
1: but that's not what this list is though. That's it's not the All NBA team. It. No, no, no. But that's not what the All NBA team is when I go back and I see who was the best guards right? Who was the best center? You're telling you're going to tell me, for one, he was the best defensive forward, but yet on but All-NBA, he was the best center overall? That's my problem. There's no point of reference now. That's all well, I want. So I, ha- I hear that, that I point. Ha- that's, all, that's all I'm asking if, for. I don't if that's care your which point,
2: one. If that's your point of reference, I get it, but my point of reference is who was the top five players in the league at that point? And yeah. that's one of my qualms with having a guy like Siakam on the second team because we saw how he finished, and now when we look back, we're gonna say, oh, he was one of the top ten players in the league. That's how I'm looking at but
0: these. But Chris, Chris, I think you're right. mistaken though, because you have to understand the criteria they're using first. When you're talking about All NBA, their the votes were submitted before the playoffs even started, so they're yeah, not gonna take obviously. an eight game. Obviously, I I know that, I know that, I know that. But what I'm saying is, they're not gonna take an eight game sample size of Siakam playing bad in the bubble and use that to justify however many games. Yes, in that goes
2: season. that goes without saying. Yes, that's that's. So what are you very, saying? What I'm saying is, we know how he finished right? We know how he finished. And although, you know, whatever the case is, he was great in the first three months. When we look back, we're going to say, oh, in the 2019-2020 season, he was one of the 10 best players. And I'm going to look back on that and say, yeah, I know he wasn't. But when we look on 10, 15 years down the road, that's what's going to be the argument being made. And that's how I look on the teams. When I look at the, all today they posted All-NBA from 2003 first team. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That looks like the best top five players in the league at that time in 03. Like it made, that's how I look on these teams. That's all I'm saying.
0: But But I think you're reading this list wrong. I think you're reading this
1: list wrong because like Siakam being on the second team doesn't mean he's top 10. That means it's, that's but that's the thing about this list. It's always been positional based. I think you're looking like, but that's not what the list is positional based. You're looking at it from the standpoint of if you're on the second team, that means you are top 10. If you're on the, um, the, uh, first team, then you were top five. And I just don't think that's the way it works because that it's, it's not how it works because that's not what the list is based off of. So Siakam doesn't necessarily mean that he was top 10. It means that he was top five out of the forwards or top six, whatever it is, the criteria. So that's, that's kind of my issue. Now, if you're going to tell me on one hand, AD a forward, then the next hand, tell me he's a center. Now I can't look back and I can't properly judge Pascal Siakam. Or I can't properly assess where he was at this time because you're just changing these positions to make it useful to you.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, because again, that's all I'm saying. You could still, and it goes back to my points. It's been a positional base award or team for that matter, for as long as I can remember it being. And again, I just don't like the fact that how you're manipulating a man's position uh, just to get him on a certain list. And on top of that, I want to know how this list was presented to people because I don't know if they were... I don't understand how you can go to the voters and have them do their Defensive Player of the Year listing or all defensive uh-huh. teams and say, okay, he's a forward, check him off and That's have him this as a forward and then pass him another list. And, and all of a sudden, list them as a center. How does that make sense? That's all
1: yeah. I'm saying.
0: They handed
2: the man the list and they said, put the best players on the oh, team. No, That's no, it. no, no, no. But that, that doesn't it. make sense, man. That can't be. That's it. That has to be it. That has, to be, be. It. That has that, p- to be the answer. But hold on.
0: At that point, that, that means that the voters are cooperating with one another. <laughs> that that has to be it. Exactly. Because there's no way that 30 voters are going to come exactly. together and put Andy and Davis as And a center. There's no way.
1: There's no way. Because that means that 30 voters all came together and said he was a forward a week before that. And it's the same man's. There's no way, fam. 30 voters Represent- came
2: together and said that he deserves to be on the first team. And then the NBA fitted in how they fitted in. I have no problem oh, with it.
0: Though. You got I don't it. know, man. But anyways, moving forward to the second team. Uh, we have Damian Lillard and Chris Paul at the guard position. Uh, Kawhi and Pascal Siakam. Uh, hometown favorite. <laughs> Asterix. Uh, at the forward positions, and then we have Nikola Vucevic. Sorry, Nikola Jokic. My mistake. Yeah, watching. <laughs> my mistake. My <laughs> mistake. Especially after they did with to the clips, I have to put some respect on his name. My bad. Um, as a center, this list in particular, I didn't really have too many issues with it. Only thing is, um, I was I'm not gonna say I was surprised that Chris Paul made the list because I think he would probably have squeezed in as third team. I was just surprised he made it to the second team because I know a lot of times, yeah, team success does factor in, um, but. At least in his in leaks past they've always factored in statistical points as well well statistical categories as well like you're
2: yeah but this is what stats. I was telling you Robs this is what I was telling you and you're lucky that these unreleased tapes might not ever see the day of light or might not ever see daylight because when I told you about what Chris Paul was and I was telling you the stats the stats that actually matter you're telling me about his 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 little seventeen and eight or whatever the hell he had 16 and whatever he had and I'm telling you no at the end of the day, he was a number one clutch player in the entire NBA, period. And that has to be respected. And that's why he's second team All-NBA off of the strength of that alone. I'm telling you. Off of the strength of that alone. Because if it wasn't for him, how he was moving in the clutch, OKC wouldn't have had that record. So off the strength of who he is when it, when it's money time, it got him a second team All-NBA not.
0: But again, I've never argued with him being on the team. That's not my point. Fam, my you point didn't is-
2: even want to put him on the All-Star team. Because, Those were the conversations.
0: Because you have to understand, traditionally speaking, right? Nah. If we're talking about how all the All-Stars, for the most part, have been selected, it's based on counting numbers. And again, we know what Chris Paul means to OKC, but he didn't have the counting numbers. So I said it was debatable if he didn't make the team. Because Chris Paul didn't make the team that year. I don't think it would be an uproar. It'd, it'd be it it, it, it I don't would be surprising. It would have been an uproar,
2: uproar to me. It would have been an uproar to me.
0: I don't think it'd be it would been an uproar for a man a- What averaging. What was he averaging? 16 and 7?
2: I don't know off the top of my head, but I know you were well, telling me his numbers weren't sexy. You know?
1: 17 and 7.
0: 17 and 7. Again, those aren't numbers that scream off the page. But again, I'm not taking away from what he did for that team because we know what he did for that team. But I'm saying, as it currently stands, for a guy that was averaging that not to make the All-Star team, it, it, it's not unprecedented. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right? And again, same thing. I'll apply the same logic to this team. I, I had Chris Paul on my All-NBA team, thirteen, Right? if we're doing it right now as it currently stands, I would have had him on a team. I just don't know if I would have put him second team. That's all I'm saying. He deserves a spot. I don't know about second team. But he made it and I, I'm not gonna necessarily say that it's a outrage or whatever the case may be, right? Kev, okay, what do you think?
1: I'm cool on this list, to be honest. I think the right guys are there. Um Chris Paul could have went second or third to me, as long as he's on it, I'm good. Pascal, he was he was good this season. Um As a whole, I know we keep stressing the fact that at his best it was only three months, but he wasn't bad enough, I guess, down the stretch for his numbers to drop far enough off. And his team was one of the best in the NBA, so I think he deserves that. Um, Going forward, who the fuck knows, but based on what he did this year, I think he's rightfully so. I think he's deserved it. I may put Tatum over him now that I'm looking at it again. I may, as a forward, I may put Tatum over him, but I understand Pascal.
0: (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, let's move forward to the third team. Um you have your boy Jason Tatum making the list along with Jimmy Butler as the two forwards, uh followed by Rudy Gobert as a as a third team center and then the guards we have Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook. I don't really have anything against this team. Um Yeah, I don't really have anything against this team. This team is pretty pretty standard in my eyes. Um I don't know what you guys have to say. I don't I, I see it really, really straightforward in my eyes. I don't know. Yeah. Um no, go ahead, Kev.
1: Is it Bam? Was, did Bam get b- bounced out by Jimmy or was it Gobert? Because at this point, I don't know. Was Yo, he Bam a forward or a
2: center? <laughs> no, no. They was had he- him. I have I have it right here for the players that um other players that receive votes, and they have him under the center.
1: Okay. So he I guess lost out to Jimmy. Uh but well,
0: hold on. Didn't they have him as forward as an all star? Robs, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Robs, fan. I think they had him as a forward for all defense. Again, so at this point, yo,
0: anything do? flies, anything that sticks to the wall, yeah, yes. it's crazy. You're the
2: best players on the list, fam. Do you think? Do you think Bam? was one of the Top fifteen players
0: <sighs> after what? last I think, night, I don't know. So
1: do I think <laughs> he was one of the top six? Was he one of the? Was he was he top one of the top nine front court players? Yes, I do believe so.
2: So he's you would have him over Jimmy.
1: Yes, I think I he was no better, but
2: I think I think he's Miami's best player. So I'm not gonna yeah, fight. Yeah, I think you on he that.
1: was. I think he was better than him. Um, but my issue, yeah, I think he was better. Than, anyways, Tatum, that's my guy. Still, I'm riding with that guy. I'm happy he got this nod. Um, I wasn't sure if he'd get on, but I think well deserved. Team was great. Um, and Gobert, he does his thing as always. Russell, you know, he's shit, but he's good huh. enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, see, like I had, I had Kyle Lowry over Russell Westbrook for some of the same reasons why I sang the praises of Chris Paul. But you know, at the end of the day, like Russell Westbrook did have some insane popcorn numbers, and you know, the and he's winning the numbers. to be fair, yeah, not winning as much as Kyle Lowry, but it is what it is. I was happy to not see Joel Embiid on the list because he didn't perform well enough to be on the list, and I was extremely happy about that. I was also happy that Ben Simmons was not on was on that list because he was the Sixers' best player offensively. Pretty, I feel like even offensively, he was he was their best player when it came to how he's dictating pace and how he's controlling that offense. So, shout out to my guy Benny Boy for real.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, this these lists. This... pretty pretty fair. Again, I don't know how they kinda came together and cooperated to get the position eligibility. That's always happening behind closed doors and we'll never really know. But they need to firm up the they need to firm that up moving forward, right? Because as Kev said, if we're gonna look back on these teams for historical reference, we're gonna need to make sure that there's some type of semblance amongst the teams, right? Like I don't know what two thousand two was like. I have to go based on what the list says to me, right? And for all we know the same issues could have been happening in two thousand and two, right? So I just feel like from this point onward, we need to really make sure that uh, there's some type of consistency, especially amongst the teams, right? You can't have all NBA differ from all defensive team, right?
1: Year to year, at least. If you're gonna, if you're not gonna, like, just keep it in one year, keep it consistent. That's all I'm asking. If you're gonna change it next year, if AD is gonna be a forward next year, if it's convenient, fine. But don't give me one list and then a week later tell me the man's playing a completely different position. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. And I don't care if you've been doing it since 2002. It's still dumb.
0: <laughs> Fair. Um. So I think that's all for the NBA, all NBA teams. Let's move forward to one of the hotter matchups. Um. I don't know about hotter matchups because it's over now, but the Clippers just lost to the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Yo,
2: as soon as you said over now, what was that? Was it 112? Because it's over now. <laughs> Uh, I'm ready for this one still. So, like, cue me up. Cue me up, coach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one man's super excited over there. So let me just say I'll shoot off the Chris first. But basically what happened, the Denver Nuggets ended up beating the um, Clippers. And it, it, in a game seven, on in all honesty, I've never really seen Kawhi go down like that. Like they didn't he didn't score in the fourth quarter. Him and Paul George, or fraud George, depending on how you want to call it, didn't perform. And, like, Denver just came out and and showed – they went against the odds again. People had doubts about them, and they came back, and they basically said, like, look, we're here to stay. We're a serious team. We're here to perform, and we're here to compete. Um, But I'm going to let Chris take it because he looks like he's about to jump off his chair. So you got it.
2: No, no. Yo, I heard it's unprofessional to talk about the losers first. And, you know, Denver really does require, you know, praises to be sang. But I really just want to talk about the losers. So, like, I'm going to let Kev talk first. And if he wants to talk about the losers first, be my guest. I'm gonna be here, wait, waiting and ready.
1: Paul George, fraud George, Paula George, however you want to call it, that guy is a scrub. And I've, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, am realizing that I actually take. I'm happy when he plays bad because I just don't rate him. You lose, and then in the pr- in the presser afterwards, you're talking about, oh, it wasn't championship or for Are you stupid? <laughs> Who the hell... Who, I know I know for a fact Doc wasn't moving like that. So he must have been talking amongst the man... Whoever else on his team is not serious. Because I know a man like Kawhi wasn't moving like that. There's no way Kawhi picked up himself after winning the championship, went to another team, requested Paul George, for a man to hear it's not championship or bust. <laughs> and we can get to Kawhi on the fact that he chose this guy as his running mate. Right? But... Chris, go ahead. I... <laughs>
2: Tag, you know yo, you know the WWE when you have that the tag team And then the man's like hanging over the rope and just, just begging yeah, you got
1: it, bro. You got it. <laughs>
2: Yo fam take this in right I just want the mandem out there To just even, and close your eyes and envision this right Envision LeBron James being up 3-1 Right Envision that And then blowing a 15 point lead In the fourth quarter To lose game 5 Coming back again in game 6 Blowing another double-digit lead in the second half to lose that game. As a leader, you know, as a leader. uh, Going into game seven and dropping zero points. (laughs) Zero points in the fourth quarter. And lose by double digits with a 27 shooting percentage. This is what I mean by there's levels to this. Because that's what... As I was there, and I'm just looking back on it, and I'm like, "Yo, fam, you know the reason why mandem aren't actually a scory? Like, yeah, it, there's jokes about it and all of that, but to, when you really look at it, no one's actually getting that Kawhi. How people would have gotten at other superstars, and because we just never really look at him. other
1: superstars and just say LeBron
2: James." Ah. We don't look at him like LeBron James. You know why? Because there's levels. When we, when you really get down to it, we know this dude was never supposed to ever be in the conversation with an all-time great. And, and why
1: are you putting him in the conversation because with
2: Because you know what I heard after he won that chip last year when he went over to the Clippers? Not only did I see him go out there talking about Kawhi Town, I bet. <laughs> Not only did I hear other mans on his team, even Doc Rivers, talking about where we have just as much talent as Lakers and Ray Tay I bet we heard Pat Bev talking about it's our time now. I bet. <laughs> bet, bet, bet. All right, cool. They beat us opening day. He drops his commercial. Ah, uh, Cool. Beat us on Christmas. Now I'm hearing every single pundit out there talking about. They're the best. They're the best team. And they have the best player on the thing. And you know, can LeBron still do it? Can LeBron still get it done? I bet. Then you're going to go out there and that's your performance? That's what I got to see from you? It's ridiculous. It's shameful. You had Jokic with his zipper down all night. (laughs) All night. And not one time did you say, you know what, Let let me make him pull it back up. Let me make him. I thought he was supposed to be the a, a defensive stud player, right? I, when it really boils down to it, Kawhi will lock him down. Kawhi will take Jamal Murray out the game. Why did Jamal Murray have 40 points, fam? Jamal Murray outscored Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Sweet, and Sour Pepper Lou Williams. <laughs> like, come on, fam. One player? One player. You're on an elimination game and you go out there with zero points in the fourth quarter. There's levels to this, man, and it's just—I'm happy this happened because now we will all know that there's truly levels to this thing called life, fam. There's levels to life. Don't mean you know, don't ends up yourself where you're not supposed to ends up yourself. You know what I'm saying? Stay in tier two. You're a tier two, fam. Tier two. You and Kevin Durant can muddle over there, fam. But when it comes to who's the best, it's—we're going on 17 years and we're—you still can't talk to us. Ridiculous. You guys got it from here, though. All right, so All right. that's a LeBron. Hold on, test, hold on,
1: though. hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I want to discuss the Clippers for a second. See, because you have this idea that somehow, some way, the Clippers could take over Los Angeles, right? And to me, that's absolutely, that was always absolute foolishness. They could have won three titles. They still wouldn't have been the Lakers, see? So you have the billionaire Microsoft ex-CEO owner, Chris Baumer now. A man tells him, you can go get Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and the Clippers are back, even though they were never here to begin with, but they're back now. So you come into the season, bear expectation. Now you look out on the horizon. You say, you know what? My team is big and bad. Let me go separate myself from the Lakers. I'm a leave Staples. So you go and build a new stadium now. And all of this is on the back of the players you have. Now look at yourself right back where we were supposed to be as chris said there's levels los angeles belongs to the lakers and the clippers as i constantly repeat bad franchises are always bad franchises this doesn't change throughout the history of the nba there's a reason why the lakers continue to are always have always found a way to be good there's a reason why the celtics have found a way to be good these bad franchises and the ghost of donald sterling they just don't get over it you could do whatever you want now. Look, what happens next year if they if they fail again? Is Quai just gonna bounce?
2: Fam, this is it doesn't a doesn't experiment now.
1: It doesn't matter if PG stays because that guy's a a hole, right? <laughs> so now you gave up twenty five picks, mortgage your entire future till twenty twenty seven. Taking how old mans are gonna be in twenty twenty seven before they have the rights to their pick for a hole. All right.
0: Wait, hold on. I thought the Steffi and Road didn't allow you to draft. Fam, whenever they, they you can, do,
2: fam, did, whenever you yo, can give up swaps. their pick, you swap pick. They picks have the swaps. So oh, if I don't own okay. your picks, I'm swapping you if I want to. Okay. Like, so they have
1: no control until 2027. So seeing if they don't get a championship out of this, they're going to be one of the. They're going. It's it's wraps. Steve Ballmer is going to get left holding the bag, and that that franchise is going to be done. They're going to have a brand new stadium costing them bare money, and. They're not even going to have draft picks.
0: Fair. I mean, I just, the way I look at it is I finally got the opportunity to see them. My Wi-Fi let me down, so I, I finally caught up on the game. But when I see it, it's just like when I look at the roster, it's like these guys have never actually like played, played together, right? And again, maybe it's my, maybe it's me being naive throughout the whole <laughs> season saying that like, yo, they were... They didn't need to have a lot of chemistry to perform because they just had such fam, top but Fam, talent. they told
2: us that. They told us that, though.
0: And I believed them. That's my fault. Well, I, I, I was let my me fault. Get the doc after you know what I'm saying? That's my fault. I believed them. Because I said, you know what? I seen Kawhi fresh off a chip, hit one of the greatest shots in the NBA, I've ever seen in the NBA history. And I believe them. I'm like, you know what? When it really boils down, these guys don't need the chemistry because when the games tighten up, they'll get the reps as they play along. And when, when it matters most, they'll finish them. And up until they were, up until game seven, when they lost. I had faith that the Clippers were, were pulling this out. We even said on the last pod that there's not much to talk about. You said out of your words, Chris, it's cute. <laughs> right? So fam. when I look at this, fam. It's just, yeah. Which is why, which is, fam,
2: what we're, we're talking about disrespecting
1: the things, No, I, was, disrespecting
2: yo, I wasn't trying to disrespect Denver. My, my whole thing was I expected a close game, which it was, but when the fourth quarter turns around, I expect Kawhi Leonard to do what Kawhi Leonard does. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I don't respect Kawhi. Like, don't get me wrong. My, you know, my whole salvo towards him was not necessarily towards him. It was to the people behind him that were acting like he can be in the same conversation with people that he had no business being in conversations with. But Kawhi Leonard as a player is extremely, extremely talented. It I couldn't believe I was watching him out there looking like absolute dog shit. Dog shit and piss, fam. Like it's like Kawhi Leonard, I think, is one of the greatest mid-range shooters I've ever seen, and he just couldn't get to his spots. He must be hurt. He must be hurt. And it didn't help the fact that everybody else that was on the court was running from the ball. Nobody else on the court was out there demanding the ball. They had they started the fourth quarter with. I'm pretty sure Green was the first one to to hit a bucket six seven minutes into the fourth. That's ridiculous. You're already down eight. But ultimately, I'm I'm extremely happy because, you know what? This sets everything in perspective. At the end of the day, we gain perspective. And that's all that matters in life is perspective.
1: You see Doc right? Yeah, yeah, you see Doc, right? He's been coaching for a very long time. And he got he got to the point where they blessed him with these talented players, right? A team destined for the finals. And that man had no interest in coaching. All year, it's the same shit. You're letting man sit out. Paul George has nagging injuries. You never get these guys on the court. All in November, man's were saying that Kawhi and PG had never practiced together. Seen? And that's your fault. Now, translate almost a year later, you're up 3 1, and somehow your team manages to blow a 3 1 lead. To a team with no true, absolute, you know, top player, and I'm looking at you and saying, "What type of coaching you were doing? All series, this entire playoffs, anytime you lose, all I'm hearing is about, yo, like we didn't have the energy tonight, and you know we just gotta do better. Isn't that is that not your job?
2: Fam, that was a great impersonation.
1: First of all, <laughs> why does your vet, why does your veteran team, why do you have to pick them up for games? Seeing when you have guys like Kawhi Leonard, right? a guy of Paul George's stature, which we know is a fraud, but his stature still remains. Why do you have to pick guys up to win basketball games? Now, you shouldn't have to do it, but if you have to do it, you're supposed to do it because that's your job. You're not coaching at this point. You're not running any offense. You're tossing the ball out there expecting guys who are talented just to get it done. And to me, he deserves to be fired because he's been coaching that team for a very long time. He went from the Clippers era with the Lob City era, then he had his team where he was fighting. I think he did some real coaching in those years to have his team on the brink of playoffs and then making the playoffs last year with Lou Williams and Montrez leading your roster. See? So when he got Kawhi and PG, he said, all right, I'm blessed. My foot's off the gas now. I'm cooling. And he for that reason... He expected
2: Kawhi Leonard to be Kawhi.
1: All right. And for, nah, and but yo, and, but that makes him... The I, I mix, hear that,
2: though. That makes him no difference in me and you. Cause right, I would cause have went into that did, game ah. saying Kawhi's gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? That makes yeah, no but, difference this, in me and you on the sideline.
1: The fact is, I understand Kawhi's supposed to be quiet, but when he's not, do something. That's the that's the fact of the matter. Because we have to hold you accountable when I can I can visually watch and see you're not running no offense, right? Facts. Anytime man's talk to you and interview you, you're not talking. You're not saying one insightful thing. Nothing. It's all about energy. <laughs> Is that not your job to inspire your team? You're Doc Rivers. You're one of the greatest coaches. He's supposed to be the great coach.
2: motivator, you know. Ah. He's, that, that's, that's what he's supposed to handle. To me, I'm starting to look at it motivation. and
1: you had a man like KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen that just knew how to get it done. You didn't have to do anything because now I see what you're doing now and you're not doing anything. I could be out there doing your job right now. So why, why Steve Ballmer and whoever else is running the show, if they're going to pay you.
0: But I think it for just what? Goes, bring it, someone else in. It goes back to that point. I, I forget where exactly I heard it. It was on another podcast, and they basically said like, when you win a chip, it's almost like you become immortalized as a coach. Like for the next five, ten years, people just look at you in a different light when you get that chip. And again, Doc's been sitting down on that OE chip for a while now. But like a long time, what has he man. really done since? And again, don't make me. I'm not taking anything away from him because we know. Actually, I don't know if he's a good coach. We assume Doc to be a good coach in comparison to the other coaches in the league, but. If we're really looking at the numbers and what has come as a result of his coaching, it hasn't been much since that chip with the Celtics. In all honesty,
1: and he's had a lot. He's had talent because he had the Clippers, right? Yeah. I don't think they were ever a championship team, but they were a good team. Nah, they were a championship
0: team at least a couple of years ago. At least I don't, two I don't, don't think they were ever years. a champion. They at, at least under-achieved, two but little- I don't think they were. I don't prime think Blake a
1: and team. Prime
2: CP with Prime D to, um, uh DeAndre, at least two of he those should have been. Back. He had enough. He had enough talent to, with JJ Reddick uh, and, and Jamal Crawford LeBron. on the bench I think, with Matt
1: Barnes. He's beating, nah, he had a... you think he's beating the, the Miami Heat?
0: Well, we never even uh, got to that. Change All right. Ah, that's yeah, what I yeah, thought.
2: would so
1: no, 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 no. But I, I,
2: yeah, won, that's Rob. what I'm saying, Robs. Like you should have gave us a chance to see what You know what I'm saying? Like you weren't
1: thinking it. You weren't thinking when you were talking about school,
2: though. Ayo, ayo. At the end of the day, this is, this, I don't want to talk about conjecture. At the end of the day, that team, that Clippers team had three All-NBA players. They I'll underachieved. They I, think
1: that, I think that's the right thing to say. They underachieved. I don't know if they're a championship team.
2: Three All-NBA players were on that team.
0: I don't know, man. It's sad to see the Clips go out, but shout out to Denver because they did their thing. And again, hey, that's the second up. time in this playoffs they came back from 3-1, right? So we also have to give the winners some credit when they do actually perform, right? Um, <clears throat> but we're out. We're about the 30-minute mark, so I think it's about time we take our first break. We're going to come back and do something interesting. We told you guys we're going to switch it up, so we're going to get into some of the finals previews. I know Game 1 already started for the Celtics in the heat, but nonetheless, we're still going to get into a fun little activity, which we'll break down once we get back from break, so stay tuned. And we're back and we're back. We're back. Thank you guys for tuning in. So we got into this little fun activity. Shout out to Kev. Uh, so as you know, the finals or say conference finals have started. Um, game one for the Celtics and Heat is ready in the books with the Heat taking it. Um, so I, th- I thought it'd be a fun way. Or do you guys want to do the recap or do you want to do the 5v5 first? What do you guys want to do?
1: Now I was thinking we do the 5v5 for Lakers-Rockets. Um, sorry, Lakers-Nuggets.
0: Ah, uh, I see. Just, it doesn't you know. even sound natural, but we're here. That's what reality is. But, okay. <laughs> 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 but basically, what we thought would be a fun little experiment is that we're going to run down the top six uh, s- spots for each team in the Western Conference Finals, just kind of as a preview as to what we can look forward to to see exactly um, which team we believe has the upper hand moving in. Or as the matchup is going to start, I'm mushmouth today. My apologies. Um, <clears throat> so I guess the way we'll do it is, uh, we'll go point guard, shooting guard, so on and so forth. And then as we release a position, everybody give their advantage to whoever they feel as if is going to be the better player in that series or who has an upper hand. And then um, we'll just discuss it a little bit and move forward and take it from there. So <clears throat> let's start with point guard. And again, this is for the Denver Nuggets and Los Angeles Lakers. Um, so. Point guard, I guess, on three. One, two, three. I have Jamal Murray.
2: Yeah, I got Jamal still. <laughs> Matt's can't hear me? This I got Jamal, He
0: sounds all smooth, bro. What's wrong with this guy? Nah, I got to hear you now. Still. What's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Nah, nah,
2: nah, nah, nah. My fault, my fault, my fault,
0: you know. <laughs> this guy came and I sound like Pop Smoke. What's <laughs> wrong this guy? <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, we got Jamal Murray. I mean, like, I don't think it's too much to debate here. Jamal Murray, clearly fresh off a forty-point performance, has been balling out these playoffs, and the Lakers' guard play hasn't exactly been anything to write home about. Anyway, so I don't feel like it's much of a discussion for me, at least. What do you guys say?
1: Yeah, I, the Lakers don't even really have a guy I can point to that's even a guard that is even can even sniffs um monte morris's boots so not much to talk about here
2: (laughs) monte morris (laughs) don't don't do that to playoff rondo man come on but i don't know what else to say about my guy kentucky blue fresh out of kentucky university out of the six kitchener to be exact jamal murray man there's nothing more to say about him he's been on fire in this playoffs and He's solidified himself as at least a star. I I won't go superstar for sure, but he's definitely
0: a star in the league. <sighs> that's a little
1: tough. That's a little tough for Yeah, it's a little
0: play. it's a little tough when you're averaging eighteen and you haven't seen yeah, all That's game. all it
1: is. But again, he's been sensational. I don't wanna I don't wanna say anything negative about him when he's been playing so well.
0: All right. So next we have shooting guards. So I guess same thing. One, two, three, Kev okay, go.
2: Gary Harris. Uh, what? What did you say? Gary Harris?
0: Yeah. Who'd you take, Robs? I don't. I, I'm still debating. To be honest, with you. What would you just say? I didn't say anything yet. Oh.
1: Oh. So, so why I am I the only anything. man talking? Are right, some man say- on the rules <laughs> <laughs> Nah. You
0: know, I heard I Rob heard from say from a thing. Still. I heard uh, Rob thing. Right, yo, fam. It's on record. So there's no yo. need to discuss it. Oh, hold
1: on. Oh, now I haven't heard from Chris.
0: Bro, honestly, I was gonna <laughs> say
2: Danny Green, still, but like I was
0: on the border, bro. Honestly, I'd probably go Harris, just because I think Danny Green sucks, but I know right. Harris sucks too. So
2: let me make the, let me make the case for Danny Green, and and that you kind of alluded to why I feel like I have to go with Danny Green, right? Because number one, Harris isn't the Harris from two years ago. He's
1: been right? playing well last couple of games
2: he has been playing extremely well the last couple of games. But even in that, his role has changed from what he was two years ago when he signed that contract. Like, he's no longer like, – he's still a cutting threat, and that's still predominantly what his offense is, but he's not a, the type of finisher that he used to be. And his three-point shot isn't at that level where I'm saying he's a knockdown shooter. So that's why I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go with the guy where at least – until the day he probably retires, he's always going to get that credit for being a shooter. And that's going to allow him to do some stuff on the floor that, you know, it's going to open up the floor in a way that the Lakers desperately need. So my thing is that Danny Green is such a key cog in the Lakers attack. And I don't feel like the talent discrepancy is that much between the two. I'm going to go with Danny Green.
1: For me, Danny Green's one of the worst to ever do it. Um, I yes. think he's outside the top eight in total players in this series. Um, it's a shame LeBron has to trot that guy out there and move like he's a legit player in this league. But that's where our Lakers are. And, you know, I, th- I think we'll still be all right, even if that's the guy. But again, I'm rolling with Gary Harris. Robs,
0: oh, i said say Gary Harris, right? Um, I don't really have... Honestly, there's no real distinction for me between the two guys because they're kind of comparable players. They both... I guess you could say defense first. Gary Harris has fell off tremendously from the player that he once was, or the once fantasy player that I used to look at him as. And then Danny Danny Green can't can't dribble, and his shooting is shaky, and he's supposed to be a defender. So they they kind of mimic one another in my books, but I just feel like Gary Harris has, as you said again, has been playing well these past two games, and they're on. They have the momentum into the into the matchup and. I'm going to give him the slight edge, but again, I'm not even confident in that. I feel like they're net neutrals, to be honest. Um, So I guess we can move forward. A small forward. One, two, three. I'll just say for everybody LeBron. Now you got to say
2: King, fam. You got to go with King or Goat, whichever one you go. Goat, James, King James. Take right, your, poison, next, your poison. Next, 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 next. We don't <laughs> hey, want to talk about King James. Hold on, hold on. Are you trying, are you trying to move past King James?
1: <laughs> what is there to say, fam? <laughs> there's there's no say. argument. Just, no argument, you
2: know. You can just sing the, you know. The, there was no oh, argument for like, Jamal Murray, you want me but we stopped for the man.
1: You want me get, I didn't stop. You want me get my lips wet? I'm cool. So if you wanna, if you wanna pucker up your lips?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to pucker up.
0: Still, I can't. And right. a napkin, but, fan.
2: Hey <laughs> yo, <laughs> I'm just trying to talk about a year 17. Fan. You know what I'm saying? Year 17. You know what it is, is. <laughs> Goat James. Yeah, if napkins all room. on the lap, yeah, fam. Man. How you mean? I got the I got the napkin in the collar and on the lap. <laughs> when I have to talk about King James, get real, man. <laughs> I ain't ashamed.
0: <laughs> all, right, all right, man. Yo, um, can we
1: for for argument's sake, right? Can we please put ADS center for argument's sake, please?
0: All right, I ain't got nothing against it. Might as well. All right, thank you. Um, <clears throat> so I'm so I'm confessing
1: in it in
2: my head, but it is what it is.
0: So we're doing Marcus, Marcus Morris, Marcus Morris, and and Paul and, and
2: Paul. Like, that's no fun.
0: I'll, t- I'll take Paul Millsap. Simple, obviously. obviously. So, let's move
2: on to what we want to talk about then uh, the, the matchup between AD and Jokic. All right, hold
0: on. All right, all right.
1: Yeah, okay. Who are you guys taking?
2: I'm taking AD. Ah, uh,
0: I'm taking Jokic. Ah,
2: uh, I'm not gonna even
1: blasphemous. To...
0: No, Yo- so here's, here's the reason no, why. Let me
1: explain to you why. Honestly, when back is against the wall, I still haven't seen AD yet. The same way when Kawhi just had some expectation on him for the first time and we saw him fail, AD hasn't reached that point yet. And to my knowledge, right, he hasn't been that guy. And the NBA is not a league where we assume you're that guy until you prove us otherwise. You are not that guy until you prove it. I can't say the same for Jokic. I've seen Jokic with the back against his wall four times now. He's lost one of them. And I saw what he did last night. So for me, if I have to pick, I'm taking Jokic. Talent. All right. You can you can go AD, but again, we know the playoffs is different. He's faced no adversity yet. All right,
2: all right. Look, let's not. Okay, I don't want to act like I'm going to start shitting on Jokic because Jokic is definitely he's he's amazing. One of the in my lifetime best passing big man i've ever seen. I can name, I can list off a couple of, not even a couple, a long list of starting point guards that can't talk to Jokic when it comes to passing the basketball. So, let me get that out the way. The reason why I can't go Jokic is because when it really boils down to it, when it really boils down to it, the talent gap between Jokic and AD is just too significant. Is it Because then? the way I the way I see it, the way I see it, Ad is just as scaled as Jokic in his own way, okay, and I'm pretty sure we, we, we. No, no, but let me finish. Like I'm pretty sure we would agree with that, right? I don't. I don't, know about I,
1: that. I don't. I don't. I don't
2: know. You don't agree with that? We're talking know, about he, a six ten man hold that hold can. On.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, because he can't shoot like Jokic. He can't pass like Jokic. What do you mean he
2: can't shoot like Jokic? Jokic isn't good. Is old... like he can't shoot
1: like Jokic, Fam. He
2: can't oh, okay. shoot like Jokic. I, I don't
1: like, know what what I. The, the, literally every single stat will tell you. Otherwise,
2: okay. If you mean he can't shoot the three ball like Jokic, cool, but mid range game, mid range game, you're
1: telling me that's all AD takes, and he's not as good as Jokic.
2: Oh, my days, so that means you're telling me he's that Jokic is better, then that's what you're telling me.
1: That's not what I said, but that's that's what so there's another another side of the ball. What are you talking about? Oh,
2: my days, oh, my all right. So, you're saying that Jokic is a better offensive play.
1: I think so. I told you so. I don't know. was <laughs> I, 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 I But so, what so. are we talking
2: about? Pick a side, fam.
1: What? Okay,
0: if you want on one
2: on what on one side you're telling me that no uh A D is not a good uh mid-range shooter, as in when that's basically right. what AD does. Chris. And then you're Damian. gonna tell me that you're not gonna no, he's not real. a better offensive off. player. Hear me out, hear me out. hold
1: on, A D is more athletic, right? But that's not skill. We're talking about absolute... when we're talking about skill, we're talking about shooting passing, dribbling. I think AD has one of those, which is dribbling. And Jokic can dribble pretty well in his own right. So for me, if we're talking skill, then I'm taking Jokic. If we're talking about all-around offense, I have to factor in the athleticism and the things that AD can do above the rim and his ability to get to the line. That's not what we're talking about, because that's not necessarily skill.
2: Well, though the disconnect here is where you guys said that Jokic is a better shooter because I, don't, I just don't believe that. Because even when AD posts up he's fading away. <laughs> like, he's such a finesse player. Like, yes, he's more athletic, but that really shows itself on the defensive side because he's not no big-time rim runner either. So I'm I just like, I don't know. Like, I must be looking at the wrong guy.
0: The way I see it is this. I just look at Jokic in terms of offensive skill, and I think he's just more well-equipped than Anthony Davis. Like, Anthony Davis is obviously he could score out the post. He could score in the mid-range. But like I'm not worried about Anthony Davis at the top of the three point line slapping a tray or pick and pop. That's from ridiculous to say. There. Is it? That's ridiculous to say.
1: Is it? Yo, Chris. All right, Chris. This would be my question to you, right? If you give Jokic Ad's athleticism, you don't think he's a better player on offense?
2: Obviously.
1: Okay, so that's all. So that that means you do that. Then at that point, you're telling me Jokic has more skill.
2: No, I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you that. Because what I'm what I'm saying is I think the skill I'm not which is why I came and I and I sang the praises of Jokic to begin with. I'm not saying that yeah, AD's skill. That. I
1: understand. I understand.
2: Uh, yeah, but I'm not saying that AD's skill is far bounds ahead of Jokic. I know Jokic is one of the most skilled players. He has to be because he doesn't have that athleticism. So obviously he's tremendously skilled. What I'm saying is AD is also tremendously skilled.
1: Yeah, and again, I think everything we're talking about these margins are very close. But if we're just talking because he can do what he does with the absolute absence of athleticism, like literal absence, it leads me to believe that and the stats would tell me like in terms of pure skill, his ability to pass far outseeds Anthony Davis. Yeah, far, yeah, and for I, sure. Far. Right, and I think and I think there's no there's no separation between the other ones because even if you want to tell me that AD's a better shooter, I don't think that gap between his shooting is as big as the passing. I don't think the same as dribbling either because Jokic can dribble. He's just not fast. He's not beating anybody like Anthony Davis. So that's why we're talking about when I think about pure skill, I'm taking Jokic. But again, that's not just the only thing that happens in basketball because athleticism matters. And Anthony Davis laps him far out laps him in that.
0: Yeah. I, I would just say, argue that when it comes to Jokic, I'm looking at it from a totality perspective. Like, individually, like you might be able to say that Anthony Davis is a better individual scorer. But if we're talking about more offensively skilled, I'm going to go with Jokic just because he's going to impact the offensive side of the basketball more than Anthony Davis. And again, AD is a a premier defender in the league. But the reason why I might, in this particular matchup, take Jokic is because offense is going to mean more than defense. Right? Why? That's just... Cause it always it always does traditionally it always does it doesn't right? always does no it doesn't always it does
2: no your no defense but I'm matters about, but it's
0: not the difference yes it is i don't think it's a difference between him saying your offense. Like your it's,
2: offense only your offense only matters when you when it comes when the defense is heightened and now you need that player who can beat the defense. Your, your defense could that be heightened, and the
0: offense could still go, prevail.
1: That, that can go both ways, man. Matt's could just saying the same argument for the other.
0: No, part. but I'm saying when the defense is heightened, you can clamp up, right? But your offense could still prevail. That's we that, just I think seen.
2: That, we just seen Miami win a game off the strength of their defense.
0: Okay, but Tatum but, still went for thirty.
1: Boston could have easily won that. Game. And his Tatum still went for didn't. thirty. That's why this argument is stupid. This argument is stupid because I could say there's. You know, your good defense is heightened by good offense. Good offense is heightened by good defense. Fam, it's, it's they're both to two sides of the ball.
2: It comes down to playing style and how a, a team wants to play. But th- I'm just challenging him, saying at, at the end of the day, this this is going to come down to the offense. I don't believe that.
0: I think it's going to come down to the offense because I've seen teams play great defense, and sometimes it doesn't always mean that they're going to. Tra- it's going to translate to the win, right? Because we've seen, even if we're going back to previous matches, you seen Toronto play great defense, excellent defense. And they, and they had zero games.
2: offense. And they had zero That's why offense. I said
0: offense would be the
1: difference. That's my point.
2: Fam, you know what? I'm not even so going to go there. We've
1: seen teams put up <laughs> 140 and lose because they gave up 145. Man, stop going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm done. I'm done, Kev. I'm done. So I'm, we done, we done. I'm done. I'm
2: done. We'll table it until so. game
0: one's over, and then we'll resume the argument. How about that?
2: No, Sixth I'm not. Because this is <laughs> never going to be a discussion. This is stupid.
0: Sixth
1: man, who you guys got? Right between Denver and um the Lakers.
0: Do we have to pick one specific person, or like, are we saying like, are we all coming to like picking one specific man as their um, six
1: man? Okay, let's let's. Who do you guys for my six man? I think we're talking Kuz. Kuz
2: yeah. and I was going with what's his name, MPJ. Michael Porter. To be honest,
1: yeah, you
0: know, or it I'm could be Grant about, though.
1: On, 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 I'm talking about on the Lakers. Grant's starting, fam. Grant lost in the in the Braun battle already.
0: He's out of Wait, here. Wait, Torrey Craig. Doesn't start no more.
1: Tory Craig and Grant.
0: No, Millsap has oh, to sorry. start. Sorry, Tory, Tory doesn't start. Tory okay, Greg, Craig doesn't okay,
1: start. okay, okay. But again, so I think the discussions between Kuz and Michael Porter Jr. So now my question is, who are you taking?
2: Yeah, I'm taking Michael. Yeah, I'm taking Michael, and I don't even think it's close.
0: It's close because Kuz not. It's close because I've seen Michael Porter disappear, but he's also hit big shots. But at the same time, Kuz can heat up, right? And I feel like if there's a moment <laughs> oh, where we need to biggest. get it from Kuz, this would be it. <laughs> Right? So can Michael Porter. He can also heat up. So
2: we can't talk about a man that is only known for heating up, because that means that he's usually cold.
0: But I told you I took MPJ. I'm just not going to discredit anything that Kuzma's done, because if you're looking at Kuzma, he's done more than MPJ.
1: Has um, he? MPJ is probably the worst defender in this series.
0: And I- yeah,
2: Kuzma's maybe second.
1: Nah, I wouldn't say Kuz is second, but he's bad. Like, he's he's in the lower half, but the, the, the separation for me, I'm rolling with Kuz, though home
2: All right, so I made the case for MPJ. By I'm on the MPJ I'm just
0: not going to discredit Kuda. I'm not discrediting. Here's me. the
2: thing. Here's the thing with Kuzma. Right, he's not a shooter. Let's get that out the way. He's not. All right. And if he's not a shooter in this offense, what else is he?
0: A microwave <laughs> score? <laughs> oh my days!
2: And you know what happens when you're a microwave score? It means you're usually cold, fam. You're a Michelinas. Is that what they say that dinner plate is? Michelinas? Whatever the fuck that is. You're usually cold, so you can't look. You can't turn around looking yeah, to be you, heat, heating up. When you're
1: really hungry when you come home. No oh, food man, on the stove,
2: fam. I hadn't had that since you I you left mean, Jane and you, so you in the microwave, and it's right
1: on that. time, fam. But hold on, that's what you can drive now. When you're ten years old, you have no means to go get food. Uber Eats doesn't exist. See, you have so no whip.
2: So you're talking about you're, the Lakers as a starving child.
1: That, that's your.
2: That's your. That that's that's what you're gonna <laughs> hang your hat on, Kuzma. A star, the Lakers are a starving child, so they have no choice but to turn to the Damn. shitty, this no Jesus nourishment
0: Kuzma. The is hey, and the mission noodles will bless you. Eh, don't don't get too sick. Eh? I'm
1: alive. <laughs> huh? Are you alive? <laughs> I'm here today and I'm strong, fam. I made it I'm off the Michelinas on a one-two time, on a one-two night.
0: A cold Tuesday night, the Mr. Noodles and Michelinas were dealing ah, with. It.
2: <laughs> slap the Alfredo, moving like you're in moxies.
0: <laughs> Yo, at the end of the day, I all I'm saying is I'll take MPJ, but I'm not gonna discredit Kuzma because he could come in and have a a game. He could come in and, and make a difference in one of these games. I don't know if that's going to be true, but he has the ability to do that, right? Like, and let's that's not what, act like... But, yo, all right.
2: which is most likely, though? Him coming in and having a 1-2 game or him just not showing up at all?
0: I think him having Cause... a 1-2 game in a 7-game series is more reasonable than him just not... I don't
2: think he's going to go 7, though. I don't think he's going to go 7. I think he's going to go 6. So I think he well, may have a 1-game. We
1: kind of have to. We kind of have to evaluate as a 7, no? Because, like... Cause like if we evaluate it as a five where there's no, he doesn't even need to get hot at that point. Cause I'm assuming if you're valuing it as a five, you're taking the Lakers and that's in the spite yeah. of what he does. So yeah. I think, I don't know. I just think, I think MPJ, he hasn't been putting up big numbers himself either. He's a great rebounder, but fam, that defense,
0: they had to run him pitiful. off the court the other day. Pitiful, pitiful. Um, it's all going to be up in the air. I mean, game one starts tomorrow, so we'll see what happens with that. We'll definitely be tuned in. Uh, aside from that, we still need to talk about the Game 1 and future recap of the Heat and Celtics. Game 1 in the books with the Heat taking it. Uh, from what I've seen in that last game, I really liked... I like the way... First of all, let me give credit to Bam. Let me not Let me not skip over this because that was one of the greatest blocks I've ever seen. And I know I said that in the last part about Marcus Smart, but... Damn. Nah, you followed up with a better one. I yeah, he followed up fair. with a better one still. Nah, nah, it was a better nah, one. Nah, it so. wasn't better still. It was better.
2: Still. Nah, it was better for nah. sure. So it was
0: absolutely hold better. On. Jason Tatum was going vac- to the basket hold on, hold on, hold on. with power.
1: <laughs> nah, but hold on. Can we factor in the moment? seen? Because the only reason why man's love that Bron block against Iggy in the finals because of the moment. seen? We're talking about a game one game saving block or a game seven game saving block from a six three man backpedaling.
2: Okay, I so that, talk about context, When I say, then, yeah. yeah, when, when, when I say the context. BAM one is better, yeah. When I say BAM is better, I think it's just like a better play in itself. Like a standalone play. I think it's a better play.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Nah. Because
2: like, if you really look at the tape and you see he had to come over and then he had to stop Tatum that was had a full head of steam His wrist, his wrist basically went back to the rim. <laughs> to get that out of there. He had to
1: hold up. Yo, Taylor went up strong. Still. He was oh, looking I'm for that Brown against Detroit moment. That, that Yeah. That, that. He was looking for that dunk still. And Bam said, nah, not today. Still. <laughs> but yo, that was a good game. It was that a good was game. a great game. And that's, And I think this series is going to look a lot like that. Like, I think we're getting a lot of those games. My thing is, though, right?
2: My thing is, though, and I don't know if you guys can help me understand why Boston keeps choking these leads. I don't know if it's because, you know, their players just get tired. Kemba is not the Kemba that I'm used to seeing right now. And that's spooky to me when it comes to, and I know it's because of his knee. But, yo, they were up like 13 points in the fourth quarter. So what really happened to where you're going to give up that type of lead? I don't know if it's just a theme in the bubble or what the issue is. But these people cannot hold leads. And it's a a trend across the league. I'm not understanding it.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think Miami was bad in the first quarter, extremely good in the second quarter, bad in the third quarter, extremely good in the fourth quarter. So I think there was like a trend with Miami themselves there. Kemba, he's just missing shots. He's getting to his spot. And he's just missing shots. He's been missing shots for a while now, a very long time. And I'm not going to put that on his knee because these are wide open shots he's getting. He was struggling to get by guys a lot, but they were playing very physical with him. I think – I think they need – I don't know. I still got Boston. They're trying to rush Hayward back, which I don't think is going to be any use to them, but Miami – Nah, Dash it has to
2: be some there. type of use. Any any type of body where you can get maybe Grant Williams or, or Semi-Ola yeah, lay out of the rotation. Wanamaker played
1: well. Like, Watermaker played – that bench is thin, fam. I think that's the difference here. Like, they, they're they bringing in Tyler Hero fresh for the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, their mans have already played 45 minutes, so – it's, it's it's gonna be a great series. I'm excited for it, to say the least.
0: Yeah, we'll see what's in store. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I think that's about it for today. We, we ran a little longer than usual, but I said we had a little fun activity. I think it sparked a new conversation. So um look forward for our next pod. We'll see what else we can cook up for you. And obviously we went through all the LNBA teams, so um, don't want to hold you for too much further. Um I once again it is a hard report. Uh do you guys have anything you want to say before we get out of here?
2: This levels. If Paul,
1: if Paul George's wife, her Paul George's wife, if her car breaks down, I guarantee you she's not calling him.
2: Call him. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, hey, yo I want to. I want to end how I started, fam. Year seventeen, sixteen, all NBAs. Goat James. We'll
0: see. But, yeah, it's a harbor report, man. As I said, again, we'll come back with consistent content twice a week. You guys can check us out on all streaming platforms, wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you download and listen to it because we're there. And never hoard a good thing because we want to make sure we spread that. Um, But without further ado, we'll come back to you on Thursday. Your time is when you'll hear the next pod. And we'll have some more interesting takes once these finals have, well, the conference finals start to ramp up and we see exactly what's going down and we'll have those analysis for you. So stay locked, stay tuned until next time.
1: Super charged up, yeah, yeah, yeah. super revved up. Yeah, yeah.